Welcome to the University of Adversity, where the only rules of the class is to hold your head up high and keep moving forward. Because when the going gets tough, the tough get going. And now, here's your host, Lance Ecos. Hey everybody, welcome back. If you haven't already, go and hit that subscribe button on iTunes. Super grateful for you. We want the show to grow. And leave us a review of five stars. Let us know who's impacted you and why. I love reading these things, and I'm going to start reading them on air. As I said, the best ones, the most interesting ones are going to get read. So hopefully yours will get read. Today's episode is great. It's not only than Kayla DeLarge. She has been so successful on the online marketing space. She creates amazing content, amazing videos, but is also just very, very skilled at communicating. She's got a very gentle nature to her. She's spiritual. She's the full package when it comes to the business side of things and the spiritual side of things. So I wanted to bring her in. We're mutually connected through people online and through um, a few different people. So I was super, super grateful to have a chat with her. We had a little bit of tech difficulties, but that's just the way the game goes. We got through it. And I hope, I, I know you guys will get a lot of value from this. So I am excited to share this with you. Kayla DeLarge coming right up after our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Mike Young, the makeover master. If you feel your business image might be costing you money, influence, power, and respect, then head over to makeovermaster.com to discover what their complete brand makeover experience is all about. Go check it out right now because everyone deserves to look their best. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of University of Adversity. I'm your host, Lance Isios. My next guest is just a normal chick who loves to travel with her husband, create content, and live her best life. Her purpose is to help women embrace, support, and bring out their inner goddess through self-love and self-care practices. The reason she holds these values so close to her is because she has struggled with self-love and self-care in her own life. This makes her the perfect candidate to help other women on their journey of self-discovery and self-love. Now, I'm really excited to have her on. We had a couple different worlds collide within business and with mutual connections that we have, and I'm really excited to dive in today to her story and for her to just drop value like she always does. So, Kayla DeLarge, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Lance. I always say this on podcast episodes. I'm like, people make bio sound so much cooler than like you really feel like you are. I'm like, I'm like, dang, this girl's really cool. I'm like, I'm like, I, <laughs> yeah, like I um, I love it because it, I do it this way because it forces me to like, first of all, do kind of some research, forces me, and then I like the build up, you know, because I'm always into sports and I always love that build up that you get when they're announcing people before they come out or for a concert or something. So it just adds to it. And I just, I love just kind of really lifting the person up the best I can. So yeah. So thank you. Oh, no problem. So I'm really excited to dive into your story. I know that you've had quite the journey from, you know, what you used to do, what you do now and quite the spiritual shift as well. And you're helping a lot of people. So Maybe just take us back, go as far as you want to go, what you think would be impactful, and maybe just tell us your story, but where you came from and kind of how you became where you are today. Totally. So I will save you like the diapers and really cute little girl stages, but (laughs) when I was in high school, I definitely struggled with like self-confidence and finding my own voice and really knowing what that even was. Like I had no idea what I liked or what I wanted to do. I just felt like I did everything to please everyone else. Um, I always wanted to make my parents proud. So I really kind of did anything and everything that I knew that excited them or would make them kind of show up in the manner of wanting them there. My mom was a single mom for a long time and she had the support of my dad, but like living in different states, she was kind of on her own and support. And so I wanted to just show up and be like the best kid possible, but I didn't know me at all. So when I graduated high school, I had like no clue what I wanted to do. I didn't really know what I liked. And I just decided, hey, I'll try out college for like a month. I promised my mom I would do it. (laughs) And then I would figure out a direction from there. And 
I went and did kind of like the typical prereqs for my first semester and I just felt again like lost like I didn't belong there like school was cool and it was great to educate your mind and to learn and to know new things but I just never felt like it was for me or that I fit in or that I excelled the way that like I felt I had a purpose inside to excel and uh, so I quit <laughs> I quit college and was like I'm sorry like mom this just isn't for me and so I actually started working at a cupcake place or factory I don't want to call it like a yeah. factory but it was like a store <laughs> yeah. I baked cupcakes and I decorated cupcakes and I sold cupcakes and I actually kind of found a passion there for once and was like, this is so much fun. Like, I'm, I love what I'm doing. I'm having so much fun going to work, but I don't necessarily know if I see this long term. So for me, it was just more so like an open door to explore that I actually could like different things and that I could choose to try out different things that were not my more so my idea versus everyone else's idea of what I should do or what I should try or what I'd be good at basically and so it kind of dove down into teeth how that happened I don't even know because I just remember being at a dental appointment and being like you know all these gadgets and like things around here are pretty interesting like I feel like maybe I'd be interested in this. Like I, I could potentially work on teeth. I love like smiling. I love talking to people about teeth. When I had my braces, it was like the coolest thing ever. So I just, I basically said, Hey, let's kind of look into the dental field. And I went back to college <laughs> for a year and went through prereqs to kind of learn how to do dental hygiene, but in all the prereq manner to kind of decide if I would even like dental, the dental industry before I went through four years of it. And I did, I really enjoyed it, but I decided to become a dental assistant instead of go through dental hygiene school. And that like fulfilled me for years. I mean, I was almost, I think, almost at my four and a half year mark by the time I quit my job. And I just, I loved everything about being able to lift people's spirits by changing how they felt about themselves. Like it sounds silly that a filling <laughs> or like shaving somebody's tooth down or literally realigning their entire smile could change the entire presence of a person but it did and for me it was like so rewarding for so long and even to this day I like tell my husband I wonder if I could just go temp for free at some offices just because I like love that passion and connection with people but I was so unsatisfied with the nine to five <laughs> and not being able to explore more of what fulfilled me and made me excited and happy inside and yeah, I was kind of always there for nine hours every single day, Monday through Friday, and it just didn't give me much time to do anything. And I didn't enjoy it after about four years. I was kind of like, this is repetitive. And I'm looking around at everyone in my office, and I don't want to be them. I don't want to be you in 10 years, 20 years. I don't want to retire with my dentist. I, I want to grow, and I want to change. And that kind of opened my eyes to dabbling around into different things and and to kind of go down a different route of not being just an employee. I never turned myself as an entrepreneur, like ever even to this day. Sometimes I feel that imposter syndrome come up, but mm -hmm. I definitely didn't want to be told what to do, when to do it, and how long I was going to do it anymore. So yeah, I didn't just up and quit my job one day on a whim, but I definitely dove down the marketing, online marketing, content creation, affiliate avenue, and had a lot of success pretty quickly online doing so that I was able to quit my job within 90 days. And granted, God, I think back to it now and I'm like, wow, that was so fast. And were we like really actually prepared to do something so serious? I don't actually think that I was, but in my mind frame at that point, it was like, go big or go home. You're either going to quit your job and you're going to really show up in your business or you're going to keep playing 
partially and show up 50% and then rely on this guaranteed every two week paycheck that you don't even appreciate or you don't even value because you don't feel it values you. So here I am now three years later and I've gone through so much personal development and I've been full-time online for the past three years and I've coached multiple affiliates to quit their jobs and I feel like I've done a lot of things at this point just because I want to try everything. I want to see what I'm good at and what I what excites me and makes me feel happy every single day because I feel far too long I was scared to have my own interests or my own hobbies or almost not necessarily necessarily disappoint people but show up for myself and do something that inter excites me or entertains my thoughts so don't want to go too far back oh, yeah no that's um <laughs> that's i love it and you've had a huge impact anybody listening like she definitely doesn't like she doesn't obviously want to brag but she's done some amazing things and like you've helped a lot of people and i want to unpack a little bit about what you liked about the dental industry, right? Because I always wonder, because I was in the bartending industry for years, running bars, cocktails, all that stuff. And it's, and then, you know, to make the transition to doing things like become an entrepreneur or, you know, inspiring people and coaching people, there's common things in there. And the common thing is the human connection, you know, to be able to see that person, their spirits lifted. And to be able to know that you helped impact that. And that's an addicting feeling. And that feels good. And that's the fulfilling thing. And do you think that that's kind of what you were craving? And then when you found it in online marketing, you saw, the, you saw how much, you know, just some of the stuff, the impact that you had and how like that must have been a huge shock. Was it like, was it overwhelming at the amount that you were impacting people? And was it, did you underestimate the impact that you'd have from just being able to connect with people? Because that human connection is just so vital in lifting people's spirits. I think for one, when I got full time online and I quit my job, I really craved that human connection because obviously most of us are at home or we're doing things alone. And at that point, my husband was not online with me. So he was working a full-time job. So I was like, ah, give me any Zoom call, any Skype call, <laughs> anything <laughs> to be able to like just talk to somebody and not yeah. just necessarily feel like I'm in this alone. And it kind of, it feels like that in a lot of ways. So I think that's really what helped kind of put me out there in terms of like helping coach or just connect with people is like I felt alone in my own house or in my own space and was like okay well if there's fellow people in my community or working online like let's connect like we're both home like we're both drinking coffee we might as well just do it together and see if we come up with something to brainstorm off of or or I can help you go through because I've been there or I'm experiencing it right now so that was definitely for me, but I'd say when I saw the amount of like personal growth and development within the marketing space that I was like a part of, I was overwhelmed. I couldn't believe that like the feeling that I had experienced for just a blink of an eye in an appointment could actually be an embodiment that somebody lived their everyday life like. And that was what was so exciting for me because I'm like, wow. So instead of just changing like your smile, there's some tools out there that could actually change how you feel about your entire self or how you walk into every single office or walk into your own home and how you feel in your own skin. So I was like, oh, <laughs> I think I found like a golden nugget here that mm. will allow me to prosper and to connect in the same like empathetic way that I feel I really thrive off of. So yeah, it's been like a crazy whirlwind of connection and stuff, but like, I love it. Like this is yeah. like my dream <laughs> to have yeah. this kind of stuff. <laughs> this, this is honestly like people probably get tired of me saying it. Cause I pretty much say it all the time. Like I get high from this. This yeah. is, this is the thing. This is the, the, the conversations, the high level conversations. This is, this is, 
this is honestly what lights me up. Yeah. And like, I just love it. And it's <laughs> in the amount of, I, did it. I can't even explain it, you know? And it's kind of like that when you speak into a crowd, it just, some people like it, some people hate it. I just, yeah, I don't know what it is. It's just such a rewarding feeling to, to connect with people and to know that people are going to be hearing this and that you may be able to impact, you know, just one person. It could change your life. One thing could make somebody switch and think differently and help them to make a different decision because that's all it is, is life is just different decisions. And what I find fascinating is I kind of like to go down these rabbit holes and I find it fascinating how as humans, we, we all of a sudden at some point decide that we're this person and then we start doing all these things to kind of be that person. And then you must come across a lot of people as well that, that are almost afraid to leave that identity and to be somebody else because they're so used to being that identity. But you think about it, it's like, why, what made us choose that identity? Right. You know, like, what made us think that, okay, this is me. And then like, do you ever, that kind of stuff fascinates me and being able to connect with people. Do you find that when you connect with people that sometimes what is tough is helping them break free from that kind of whatever their parents wanted them to be. Like you kind of do whatever that group of circle friend of circle that they're with is kind of what you do because that's all you know. And then when you hear something else, you hear somebody that's doing other things, they kind of get, they're so attached to that story. How do you help those people break free from that? Yeah. It's literally like a title or a label that we yeah. like like to walk around with whether it serves us or really doesn't yeah like until you become aware of that you don't even realize like you're saying that I'm this or I'm that and for me it's that it's like the first step is always self-awareness so self-talk for me is huge now everyone has their own like mantras or things that they believe you should do in terms of personal growth and where to start. But for me, it's like self-talk. That's where it all starts because until you know what you're saying to yourself or you're like rehearsing, just let alone in your own thoughts, maybe you're not vocalizing it. You can't fix anything or address anything or move forward or through anything because you're not being open and honest and authentic with the babble that's going on in your head right so for me it's just first self-talk and becoming aware of your message or your thoughts or your mantra like for me <laughs> I used to literally say all the time I don't have time for this right now and that like might not even sound like a negative mantra but for me hearing it back so many times and becoming aware of me saying it I feel gross <laughs> about yeah. saying it because I'm like I have all the time in the world and if I'm not willing to put the time in right now like why would I do it later or why would it show up show up again later as an important responsibility mm. or task or something beneficial for me so I think it's just I always have them go through like I had a, a mentor that I read I didn't get coached by him personally I wish but John D Martini has a book oh, yeah. called I love him so much. He basically, I can't, I think it might be count your blessings, but he basically has you for a whole day, every hour, like write or log your thought right then and there. Granted, you're not doing it every minute or knowing what it's going on all the time, but at least that moment of when your alarm it reminds you to become consciously aware of what you're thinking, you log that thought. And at the end of the day, or the next day, you review all of those thoughts and you can really see where you're at and what you're thinking and what you're focusing on and what you're actually manifesting and bringing into your life, even though you might not actually want to. And so I always just, yeah, that is like the first step for me is self-talk and knowing like what you're actually rehearsing and what you actually believe. Because even if you believe these limiting beliefs, we still need to know them. We still need to be able to address them. And so at least we know what you're saying to yourself so we can kind of dive down a rabbit hole, as you would say, and yeah. figure like where it stems from. Yeah. And I've really noticed that now that I really am mindful of what, how the conversations I have with myself, because I used to say, you know, I suck at that. 
or I, I can't do that. Or, and it sounds silly to somebody listening that hasn't done this, like, oh, that doesn't make a difference. That doesn't make a difference. But if you realize how many times you're saying that to yourself about every single thing in your life, you realize, well, why the fuck would you, you do anything? You don't know how to do anything because you're telling yourself you can't. And it's like, when you realize that, you also realize how many other people are having these, you hear them. Like on a daily basis. On a daily basis. Like I'm like, they're like, oh, I suck at this. Or I'm like, you don't. You just haven't done it. (laughs) Correct. Like you don't, you're not bad. You're not, but you hear it so much. And until you kind of dive into that and realize it within yourself, then you start to really notice. And it's like, it's cool to be negative. It's like the cool thing. And where did, how did that happen? Like, why did that become a thing? I think it's easy and we like the easy route or yeah. to a lot of things. So like it is easier in a lot of aspects, I think, for people to choose a victim mentality or to choose a negative outlook than it is to choose positive, especially yeah. dependent on your environment. But yeah, I think that it's like an easier way than to kind of because most of the time if you're not playing victim you're taking responsibility and that's hard to Mm. look in the mirror and own up to whatever issue or situation is going on in your life because it does pertain to you you are a factor in every aspect of it so yeah (laughs) i don't think people give themselves enough credit though as well i mean we all have 24 hours and we all are on the battle together. Every, nobody's different because everybody's got a, a situation or something they've gone through. And that was what I struggled with for the longest time. I wish I knew this growing up because I was a hockey player. I wish I knew that it wasn't as hard to make it to a certain level as I thought because of what they were told from other people. But we all have the same shot. It's just whether you believe in yourself or not. Is what it comes down to. Yes. Right. I could not agree more with you. It's literally, I have that, I think, on like my About Me page on my website. This is like, I know what took somebody from like the hero stature to believing that they're a zero is belief. Yeah. Like, you believe that you're meant to stay here. You believe that I was never meant to be here in the first place. So. <laughs> yeah. It's literally that, it's that switch in, in, and I used to hear that stuff all the time and I never understood it. And now I've finally, it's taken me years. I mean, I'm 35. Finally, the last couple of years I've, I've started, it's started to sink into this thing. <laughs> and I really want to talk about, you want to, about self-love, okay? Because there's a lot of talk about self-love. There's a lot of different ways. And um, you're connected with Dr. Erin, who I hold highly. I respect her a lot. I, I had the pleasure of being on her show. She's amazing. And she's so into spirituality and our conversation, you should listen to our episode. She was awesome. Like, I was like, this is like, I was listening to her. And I'm like, you're amazing. Like she's, and she's just, I love what she's about. And I want to hear about maybe your journey with her and self-love and spirituality and how it's kind of evolved. And what does self-love mean? I know it's a bit of a loaded question. <laughs> Let's start with self-love. Like, what does it mean to you? And you know, how has it helped your life? For me, self-love has just been a term that I've welcomed into my life in the past, like, I'd say two years. Even starting my personal development journey, I always looked outer and who I was going to help, who I was going to serve, who I was going to give to versus looking and being like, yo, you're pouring from a half-empty cup. (laughs) Like, (laughs) what's going on in here? But yeah, so for me, it was like nothing that I really knew about or thought was appropriate. You know, I have a really strong mom and a really good role model in a lot of aspects, but she never really showed herself self-love in that manner either. And it just stems from insecurities when we're younger and, and things we don't address as we grow up. And I think that for me, was what I was ready to dive into. And I think that is going to be different for everyone and how they welcome self-love. But for me, it was like, let's address all of the hurt or all of the things that we assume in our life were bad or happened in a negative aspect and find a light in there or find something that brought you to being the woman that you are now and find the love there, basically. 
And so I did that, you know, I went through a lot of different personal coaching programs. And I also went through just like personal development books where you apply the exercises and excuse me. And I just dealt with all of the bad talk and bullying and drama and disagreements and disconnections of friendships and really just took a hard look at myself and my behavior in those aspects, but also not judging myself and giving myself grace and love and knowing that in that moment, I was just having a moment or behaving out of loss or behaving out of lack. And I think being able to see myself in that perspective allowed me to really love me for just me, not for me pretending to be like this awesome, wonderful, super happy chick, because I've definitely dealt with that. I think throughout my business and being on social media and like needing to portray this very strong and happy, positive person that also weighed on me a lot too, because I'm like, I'm going through these like shit moments that I, I just want to scream or I just want to cry or I just want to be a mess. And so I am, but I don't want to portray that as like the actual path that you, you're going to go down or more so turn you away from welcoming a path that could actually bring that about. Yeah. So yeah, when I met Dr. Aaron, it actually came across Instagram because that's where I connect with a lot of the podcast hosts I have on my podcast because there are so many like just awesome people out there and they're showing their lifestyle or they're being vulnerable or they're sharing their story and it's really cool to see it and to follow it through stories. So I actually came across Dr. Aaron first and then I followed her. She's actually obviously in kind of the same local area as I am. We're about 35, 40 minutes apart. And so I knew she was kind of in like the realm of Lori Harder and Tiffany Carter and these other female entrepreneurs that I really look up to. So I'm like, I'm going to follow her, like the spirituality path that she preaches and, and she shares. And then I heard her story of her son and losing him and her growth that she's had and the path that she's paved because of it and through it just really inspired me and gave me kind of a mother figure to look up to in that spiritual empowerment, self-confidence realm that like I've always searched for or looked for or kind of wanted somebody to role model after. And then I was invited by one of my girlfriends to actually go to her Soul Society event in January in, uh, I think it was in L.A., at, there's so many like little places like outside of LA it's like which city is which <laughs> so but it was in LA and I got to actually meet her in person and have, go through her meditation and have her singers and spiritual practices and just all of these women share their vulnerability and just be open and raw about struggles and financial issues and marriages and kids and just shit this life right just like the whole thing and I was so empowered after that to just know that like there's a space and I don't want to say just for women but there's a space for that vulnerability for that honesty for that comfort and support out there and I never really knew it existed obviously there's our community of like personal growth and stuff but to be in a room like that connected I just felt really inspired and empowered and so then I had her on my podcast and we've stayed close since I saw her again at Lori Harder's event and yeah I want to go to the one in uh, May she has them every month for the Soul Society Sisterhood events and they're sometimes in sometimes in Newport so yeah it's just opened my eyes to like a realm I never thought was even there at all (laughs) It's such a beautiful journey too, because there's so many layers to to peel back. (laughs) Once you get going, right? Like once you start, because you know we're similar as like we same sort of thing with, you know, we came across the personal development. If you're like me, you know, you started very basic, the basic stuff, and you start to realize like how deep you can go with it and how powerful it is. Yes, really, it is. And having somebody that can kind of 
walk you through why and how it works in a way that's not confusing because sometimes it's confusing, right? But having somebody that can explain it in a way that's easily digestible is, is half the battle as well, you know? I think so too. And knowing like, I think just a direction because like you said, there's so much out there that yeah. you can dive into or learn about or use in terms of tools for yourself but having like a foundation of an understanding of spirituality i think is like the most useful part of all of it because then it just brings everything else intertwined into it you're like i get that like i yeah. the practice now yeah and it kind of deciphers like because for myself it was i was always got tied in religion and all this kind of stuff and you don't have to be religious to be spiritual. Thank you. It doesn't have to be like that, you know? Yes. It's so different than that. And a lot of it just starts within. We have everything we want within us already. Absolutely. You know, I like... I've never been very religious in the manner of like going to church or praying to God or anything like that. I've gone to think to like all of my girlfriends' churches and gone to the summer camps and like done the things, but more so for me to... I've never connected in that manner. And yeah, spirituality has always been termed for me religion. Mm. I've always thought they were like literally like how we all have in English. We have so many different words for yeah. so many same things. I just kind of thought it was that way. It was like spirituality, religion. But then when you realize, no, spirituality is you. Religion is almost like a belief. Yeah, something, a belief that you hold. Spirituality is like you within <laughs> what yeah. you actually believe. So yeah, I, I love that you said that because I felt the same exact way that they like had to be hand in hand or were the same thing. Yeah, and it, that's the thing. It's like, it's your own journey. It's your own personal take on it, you know? There's so many ways. You know who else was really cool that is part of the Good Morning La La Land is Rob Mack. He's an awesome guy too. I don't know if he spoke at the society that you were at, but he spoke one time there and he's all about happiness and just hearing his take on it is is just unbelievable. Like he's just such a positive person. And that dynamic that they have there is just very, very special. It's like yeah. the perfect trio. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I want to know more about your podcast now, and especially everybody listening. What is it about? And, you know, what can people expect when you go there? And kind of what's your mission for the whole, the whole thing? So what? Uh, Life inspired is exactly that. It's like giving inspiration to your life in any avenue that you may be searching for it. So for me, it's like I find inspiration in anything and everything, but in a lot of ways it becomes or comes from somebody's story or somebody's hero story or journey of like how they got or created what they did. And so for me, it was, I still do listen to so many podcasts and like, I feel just so inspired and uplifted by them that when I decided to create mine, I wanted that same feeling to go about in every episode that I hosted. Mm -hmm. But for me, it was like, I already had so many things that I was the primary voice in, in terms of like my business page and my blog and my self-love journal and my Instagram and my YouTube channel, like all these things that I was already speaking on or being the only person there to like share on. And so I wanted to create a podcast where I could share the stories of people that inspired me people that helped me along some difficulty that I was going through and they maybe didn't even know it, or maybe they did connect with me at some like event, but didn't even know they said something that I've held on to for this long. Or I follow them on Instagram or Facebook and I'm like, your story just lights me up inside and I want to share it. So that's kind of where I kind of established the co-hosts and having people on there to share their story and kind of exactly what you do so when you're like talking about how it lifts you up I'm like dude I get it because yeah. I'm totally there when I get on an episode and when I get off the episode but yeah I feel like so many of us have important things to say important things that we're creating and we're doing and I don't think there's enough light that shines on not necessarily the littler people because I don't want to term us that, but the average everyday people, not the celebrities, the superstars, the people who have millions of followers and on TV. No, the person who 
maybe has 10,000 followers, but has hustled their rear off and created a brand or a business for themselves. And they're running a nonprofit. And I feel like that's something that should have some light shared on it. So yeah, my podcast is all about inspiration, but through other people's stories and like how they've been able to continue to be inspired through all their struggles and their journey. (laughs) It feels great to hear people's stories. Like I just love it so much. (laughs) (laughs) I'd love to have you on one of my episodes. Oh, I love the awesome. Yeah. I always love that having the opposite because it's, it's such a cool, like I've done it a couple of times and it's super fun to kind of, is it a pod swap? Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly. And I actually just had this conversation with my last guest and he's got a podcast too. And it's just so, it's funny because you go in with an expectation with podcasting, right? And sometimes you think, oh shit, I'm nervous or this is, I'm expecting this of this person. And then it comes out different than what you expected. Because sometimes the ones you think are going to go smooth aren't as smooth. And then sometimes you're like, oh, this is going to be it's actually like all of a sudden you get this like smooth like connection and you could pretty much high five the other person like yeah, you're like but, we've been best friends for life yeah it's crazy and and you can't really prepare for those things you know and it's just such um it's such a ride and i just yeah i think we're at such a beautiful time right now because the world is becoming smaller and I think we can do a lot of good. The thing that was tough with me in the online marketing space we had talked about before the recording was I just found it hard to compete with a lot of the noise out there with like, I wanted to get my story. I wanted to connect, but I didn't, I couldn't do it at the level that I needed to. Right. You know, and I've now, I feel like now it's like, well, I can interview these people. I just reach out. I don't care. And now people can see, get to know me, the real me every day and they, if they want to, instead of me having to tell them who I am or like, you know, and for me, it feels better. Like, yeah, it's authentic. It's just an easier way. And I mean, I'm uh, like, it's, there's so many things and so many things are changing out there. And I think with this way, it's like the, a person can really get to know you and can build that trust a, a lot easier than certain other methods. 100%, especially because like, the creative juices of things now are just like you said there are so many things that you can do nowadays that yeah you can get your story out there or your message or just build an audience solely around something that you find important without having to like feel like you're forcing yeah, yeah. and just to actually do it without expecting anything yes like just interviewing, just having conversations yeah. without expectation. I mean, you know, I would do this for free for the rest of my life if I never made a cent or anything. I love it so much. Like it's actually, you know, like we said, but that's the beautiful thing is not having those expectations when you do it, you know, and just kind of letting it all unfold the way it's meant to. 100%. I agree on that. So, okay. I, um, I'm curious as to somebody that's been successful in business and on a spiritual journey and helping a lot of people. What are some of the, maybe you've been asked this a million times, maybe you haven't, maybe they've changed, maybe they haven't. What sets your day up to be, like if you want to be prime, if you know, okay, today, today has to go well. Like in your head, you're like, I want today to go well. What are some things that you do that are non-negotiables that are like, okay, this works and this is what I enjoy? For sure. So I'm going to be like the first person to be so upfront, honest about it is so hard for me to like stick to a consistent routine. And I've allowed myself actually in the last like three months to really be okay with setting more so like our time frames instead of it being like, oh, Kayla, you have to do all of this in your morning routine. It's like, no, there's actually no activity that has to be done until 11 a.m. And then it allows me to kind of fulfill my schedule the way I want to and like how I feel fit that day. Because, I mean, I love to meditate and I love yoga and I love to go to the gym and I love to journal and I love to read. So there are a lot of things that I find are really important for me to have before I start responding or getting into my emails or 
posting advertising or doing any of my business responsibilities, but I also like the freedom to choose. And I used to be like, no, Kayla, we got to have like in doing this, this, and this before in the morning, you're going to, you're going to meditate, you're going to journal, and then you're going to go to the gym. And it's not fun that way. It's yeah. like, I'm literally back in a job with patients yeah. that I have to respond to on these hours. And I'm like, ew, I don't want to do that. So it's more so like my time, my time is before 11 a.m. And then after that, I feel I can be in a responsive mode where I fulfilled everything that I needed to get done or to do to make sure that when I am giving responses or I am putting myself out there in terms of connections with others, I I'm happy. I'm in a good mood. I've done what I needed to do. So it's not on the back of my mind. I can give them my full attention because I don't have responsibilities that I'm supposed to be doing or I have to do as soon as I get off the call or finish the email. So yeah, I say freedom. It's been like so important for me, but yeah, I, I would say it's filling my cup first. So making sure that I do those things before I start my day-to-day work has been really useful for me because otherwise I, I you just feel exhausted and and like your time isn't valued or that you're not necessarily getting anything done and that sucks <laughs> yeah so. and sometimes you can do the opposite because it be, can become like a pain in the ass like you know what I mean yeah. you got like these five things your daily routine and you're like, it becomes a chore and you're, you're like, man, this is, you're actually shutting off the tap because it becomes <laughs> resisting, you know? Yes. It's not fun anymore. It's like, yeah, you're actually doing yourself. You're actually doing yourself a disservice. Correct. Right. Yeah. And I actually wanted to, I, this is one thing I just remembered that I wanted to, I wanted to ask you before we wrap up involving that. So, okay. Involving, manifestation and, and bringing things into your life. How important is it at practicing it a certain way so that you don't actually accidentally close off what you want? Because a lot of times some people, well, I've heard that you can actually close yourself off from getting what you want into your life by doing certain things. How can you, how can you keep that tap flowing when manifesting? If that makes sense. Right. It kind of does. I think I know what you're saying. You cut out on the couple. Oh, yeah, I know. I noticed our, our, I just mean like, you know, Abraham Hicks talks about turning off the tap, right? Turning on the tap. Some things we do that we think are helping us are actually closing off the tap, right? Right. Through manifestation. And you think you're attracting things, but you're actually repelling them. Can you maybe make sense of that for people out there listening? Yeah, for me, I would say like manifestation has been something I've really struggled with because I think manifestation can be taken to an aspect or an area where you become controlling (laughs) and you become where you want to determine almost every scenario because you think you're manifesting. And this could be just my own personal experience, but that's for me because I've been kind of somebody who wants to know how my situations or my experiences are going to go. And so I thought by manifesting, thinking about them or meditating on them or planning them, that I was actually manifesting them in a correct way. But I feel when you're focusing on something in not a positive manner or in so much much of a controlled manner, nothing good comes about of that because now you're not allowing the universe to put anything in your path and you be accepting or okay with actually taking it because right now you're becoming or you're so set on it being like this exact path that you just planned out if that makes sense so that's how it's been kind of like for me it's just not (laughs) yeah no and this this fascinates me because it's so important and Correct me if I'm wrong. So you're saying kind of have your goal where you want to go, but then kind of trust the journey along the way and not get too fixed on hitting that exact thing because it's not linear, right? And Correct. Kind of, is that kind of what you mean? So like know where you want to go, like have a plan and a goal and a mission, but kind of trust the journey, so to speak. Yeah. 
my mentor and my personal coach and I, we always say um, faith and trust in the process. So not necessarily being so controlled on exactly where you're going and exactly how you're getting there and exactly how it's going to look when you get there, but just knowing that there is a direction that you're going towards, that there is a person you're reaching to become or or there's a desire that you're looking to achieve, I feel has been really beneficial for me because then I'm not so like, oh my gosh, was this the wrong sign? Or, oh my gosh, was I supposed to have done that? Or, oh man, did I make the wrong decision? Like this, this wasn't how I thought it was going to play out, if that makes sense. And for me, it's been like easy to just disconnect all that control and more so be like, no, this is where I'm going. And I'm cool with the path of how I get there. Yeah, I totally agree because I've suffered with that in the last couple of years as well in business. It's like, well, I'm supposed to go here and I'm not there. So what the fuck's going on here? Like, you know, I must like, it's just, you know what I mean? But it's like, really that slap or that bump is maybe what's, is what's meant to happen and supposed to take me on a different way because that's not the right way. And allowing yourself to see it like that, it's difficult because especially when you're on social media and you see people's success, people constantly, you're comparing yourself to others and you're thinking, oh, wow, I don't have the success they did. But then you're also thinking, well, that's just not the path yet. Or you know what I mean? And getting okay with that. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it allows excitement to still be in there too, where you're not like so expectant on like what's going to happen how it's going to happen yeah. when it's going to happen it's like no I'm imagine everything just happened still- imagine think, everything yeah. just happened exactly like people would be so pissed off like why does everything just happen like that everything just yeah. happened so easy <laughs> it'd be like they'd be complaining about that literally. you know yes instead of complaining that it's hard they would literally be complaining that it's too easy and it's oh. just happening for it <laughs> so funny it's so funny and i'm sure there are people that experience the ability to have things very easily but yeah no it, it that whole conversation is is so interesting with manifestation and i'm just continuing to kind of be a student of the game so to speak me too because yeah. i feel like we have like a different definitions for every single one of us and every single spiritual teacher or coach out there can give a different outlook or insight or practice on it that I I'm so excited and fulfilled to like find and to like dive into all of those different avenues to understand because I feel manifestation is just it is a rabbit hole in itself (laughs) so it's just understanding all of the different ways that you can bring it into your life even talking about this, it sends out vibrations and that's the great thing about it, right? The more of those conversations you have, the more you're, you're raising the vibration. So, and I don't know, like some people must think that knew me before and must laugh at some of the stuff I talk about. <laughs> I wonder the same thing on some of my videos and stuff when I'm like super excited. I'm like, good vibes. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> Who is this girl? That was not her when we were in school. <laughs> what I happened? know. It's so true though. You just gotta have you gotta just be happy and good vibes because that's think about it. If if a good situation is gonna come, is it gonna come to you when you're in a shit depressed mood or a good mood? It's common sense. It's gonna come to you when you're feeling good. Like I mean it makes more sense. When you're having a great day, great thing is just keep rolling. When you're having a shit day, more, more shit keeps rolling, right? Like it's like it just recycles, basically. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Thank you so much for this. I'm so, so grateful that you came on. And, you know, these conversations are so powerful. And I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm just so excited to see your continue to, you know, watch your journey and to see where you're, what you're going to create. Where can everybody find you? I want to make sure everyone can check you out. I know you got awesome content and super inspiring videos you always have. So yeah, please let us know where we can find you. Yeah, so you can connect with me on all social media platforms under Kayla DeLargis. So K-A-Y-L-A-D-E-L-A-R-G-Y. And yeah, I'm on like every social media platform but Snapchat. So you won't find me there, but you'll find me basically everywhere else. Awesome. And your podcast is called Life Inspired, right? Correct. 
yeah, type in if you use. It is on Spotify, Podbean, Cloud, and also the podcast app if you have an Apple iPhone. So, yeah, it's Life Inspired Podcast, and go check it out. <laughs> Make sure you guys all go over and listen and leave a review, give her a five-star, leave her. She's awesome. Make sure you go subscribe as well. Super important that we all subscribe and we share the love because we want these to grow. We want them to get into people's lives. So let's show her some love and go over there after. Yes, like I said, super grateful to have had you on the show. If you could give, I always ask this one question, one tip for somebody that, that needs to overcome adversity in their life, what would it be? Yeah, I'd say self-talk. Start like listening into what you're saying. Start actually thinking about the thoughts that you're allowing to run through your mind. Really think about like the person that you are today. Is that the person that you really want to be tomorrow or next year or in five years? Or that you want your kids to have as an example or even your spouse? So I would definitely say it's like all starts from within and what you're repeating or you're believing of your own self. Awesome. Solid. All right. Thank you so much, Kayla. You guys make sure you check her out. Kayla DeLarghi, thank, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Lance. <laughs> it's been awesome. I'm so glad we got to connect. I really appreciate it. For sure. I can't wait to come on yours as well. It'll be fun. <laughs> yes. Just direct message me. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Have an awesome day. We'll check you later. Hey, everyone. Hope you enjoyed that episode. Kayla is amazing at what she does. She's got such a great energy to her, and I hope you got a lot of value. If you did, go ahead and leave us a review, a five-star review. Let us know how she impacted you or how somebody in any episode has impacted you. We want to help add value to your life and help you have a better quality life. That's why I do this. This is to add value to you so we can inspire you in some way or another. So go ahead and subscribe. Then you stay on top of all these episodes. And I'm telling you, I got so many people in the pipeline that are going to blow you away. So I really hope you guys enjoyed that. I'll continue to bring the fire. And I just want you to know that I'm so grateful for all of you on this journey. And I can't wait for the next episode. So take it easy. We'll catch you this week. You just finished another class at the University of Adversity. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and tune in again next time for more life lessons with Lance ECOs.